once again to another hotshot. My name is Peter Pilgrim, platform engineer, DevOps specialist, and Java champion. As a DevOps engineer, you probably already heard of Jenkins, the continuous integration server. And, and so I'm going to do a little bit of an introduction here. So for those of you who are junior, Jenkins was originally an open source project called Hudson, as in Hudson the Butler, um, which was created by former Sun Microsystems engineer Kosuki Kawaguchi. He's Japanese, and I am British. Uh, he started Hudson as a hobby project under the uh, auspices when he was employed by Sun Microsystems in 2004. It's one of these pet projects that officially became sanctioned and adopted by Karaguchi's um, employer and his boss at the time. Uh, so it, everything was really good, and uh, people in, outside the, in the community, both inside Sun Microsystems and outside, for Hudson was great. It, at the time, it was uh, this uh, framework, this library that, uh, that allowed you to run continuous integration uh, as a Java application, uh, in mostly in a website. So when Oracle eventually bought Sun Microsystems, this happy path um, meant that the steward of stewardship of Java of the Java brand and intellectual property rights uh, of Oracle and all the software uh, meant that things started to go awry. Oracle uh, legally cl claimed a right to the Hudson name and applied for a trademark. And uh, surprise, surprise, Mr. Kawaguchi was not too happy about that. The community also disagreed in the latter half of 2010 and in 2011 uh, they voted decisively to rename the project to Jenkins and thus Hudson became a fork of Jenkins or is it the other way? Jenkins became a fork of Hudson. I'd like to think of the former because in the meantime, Mr. Karaguchi left Oracle and started his own business. And I've not heard anyone in, in any community or any business talk about Oracle Hudson being the, the open source uh, continuous integration uh, solution of choice. And today, Jenkins is exactly that, at least in the Java software community on the entire planet. Uh, of course, there are commercial um, offerings such as Team City, Bamboo, and other things. But for sheer popularity and ease of use, since Jenkins runs off a Java virtual machine, that's all you need. Uh, it can be launched as a standalone jar. Uh, yeah, the thing about uh, Jenkins 
and Hudson, of course, is that it was the first uh, probably uh, application which embedded uh, Apache Tomcat. Uh, so I, I, at least when I last checked this about a year ago, uh, this was still a case. And of course... Uh, Jenkins and Hudson, uh, when they were officially released, were was a servlet application, and you could deploy it as a web application archive, a WAR file to a Java EE's application server, such as Wildfire Liberty or Pariah. Um, it just worked, and you can have reliable continuous integration as long as your your build demand didn't exceed the RAM and the heap space of the of whatever you were running on. In fact, Jenkins is so flexible and, and using its this feature as a standalone jar, it was the, one of the first Uber jars out there. Uh, DevOps people immediately chucked it into a Docker container image and spun up Jenkins servers wherever Docker or wherever there was a, a container to run. In fact, uh, if you look on AWS or Amazon Web Services, you probably can find a handy um, tutorial PDF about how Jenkins can be installed uh, as an EC2 instance, and it goes into depth. Uh, at how you can execute slaves, also other EC2 instances. Uh, mind you, it, it is going to cost you about $80 per month when I last checked this. Um, anyway, I digress because in this episode, I'm going to talk about Jenkins pipelines and many I would say most developers have no idea what a developer pipeline or a Jenkins pipeline is. In the field of continuous integration, when we talk about pipelines, we are talking about automating uh, builds. Uh, so... Uh, a, a pipeline is a some kind of workflow with steps, and these steps are instructions or to how an engine uh, should retrieve some code from some remote source code repository, how it should be built, how the code should be assembled, and how to test the assembly and finally deliver it to the target production, which is uh, target environment, rather, or foundation, which, if you're following continuous development and deployment, is going to be your main production server. In Jenkins, pipelines are essentially Groovy DSL, uh, domain-specific language. That's what that stands for. The code very much looks like a basic scripting language. A pipeline can be attached to one or more Jenkins jobs. And this has huge immediate benefits because if you are... Uh, nursing or, or the chief DevOps person looking after Jenkins, you know pipelines allows your work to be standardized. Uh, all your microservices can be built against one single standard Jenkins pipelines. And for this reason, DevOps and platform engineers really love this feature a lot uh, because there's one single source of truth 
infrastructure as code. The pipeline is coded and therefore it is flexible. We control how this build workflow actually behaves. It's durable, pausable, versatile and extensible. And best of all, Jenkins allows a pipeline to be uh, pulled from a repository, a source code repository, say Git, for example. There are two types of pipelines in Jenkins. There's the declarative and the scripted pipeline syntax. Declarative pipelines are suited if your infrastructure targets particular named agents. Uh, it's declarative because it uh, the DSL limits as to what exactly you can do with this group with Groovy. Uh, you can you use the pipeline keyword block uh, in the DSL syntax to specify uh, the agent that will execute your entire workflow. Uh, an agent might be a particular Docker image that you have put together. It could be a Kubernetes pod, for example or an old-style client-server slave thing that you created by yourself, or, and you are looking after your, the infrastructure. Scripted pipelines are more flexible. They are built with the same... Uh, you write the pipeline with a, almost the same DSL. You use the node block instead as your keyword, the node keyword, which means... Uh, what does this mean? It means that uh, your workflow is uh, can be pushed to a separate Jenkins executor. It's scheduled. So think of it like this. A scripted pipeline, you can think of it as you have a set of tasks being pushed onto one long queue which is the Jenkins queue. And then you have another process executing the task in sequence or in parallel to perform the build, the task. The scripted pipeline syntax allows for more uh, flexible and custom um, programming. Yes, so, uh, so, so you can have... If uh, then else, you can incorporate try catch finally, and you can call standard Groovy SDK functions. Uh, so, whether declarative or scripted pipelines, each workflow is defined into stages. Stages are individually named blocks that perform some tasks. You might have three classic stages in your build pipeline, in your pipeline rather, which is build, test, and deploy. Both scripted and declarative. Uh, uh, styles allow you to invoke shared li libraries, which is a great boon. And it's a bit hard to see in a radio program, but have a look in the accompanying blog article and it will make a lot of sense. So I have some code for the declarative pipeline and also for a scripted pipeline. And I'm also going to throw in a bonus for a, a pipeline that demonstrates how the core body feature works and, and a few um, enhanced, it's an advanced example. So you can have more stages in your pipeline. You can have as many as you want in the scripted uh, world. And 
You might want to have PMD or Sonar Cube as one of the stages. You might need a smoke stage to build confidence in your software. And of course, you want to deploy your artifact either to Nexus or Artifactory or somewhere therefore that your software team can get um, the, um, the actual build artifacts. And of course, you're going to deploy to a foundation or some production environment. And in, I don't have much more, but uh, I hope this was enough for uh, introduction into Jenkins pipelines. They are quite tricky, but they're worth their weight in gold. Enjoy your day wherever you are in the world and keep chasing that gold thing in the sky because it's there. Bye for now. technology production you can copy the data the media and the code but you must always attribute the source you can follow us on twitter at peter underscore pilgrim or go to the website zenonique.co.uk shares likes comments feedback always appreciated enjoy your day make it a good one bye for now